Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 43 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I am Brooks. I'm Emily. And uh, we are without Tyler and without Dan yep. this week. And our uh, guest fell through, uh, so we're stuck with him. This Hi. is why This is why we don't let members of the podcast go hot air ballooning the day before. Yeah. You know? It is Arizona and 110 degrees outside, and they were flying closer to the sun than all of us. It was like a gross Icarus <laughs> situation. And You'd think that they'd have uh, gotten that technology down by now, hundreds and hundreds of years later. But the good news is that the first topless robot moon landing... <laughs> <laughs> It was so hot, they just floated up into the atmosphere in their air balloon. Well, they, I mean, it was, hot it was so balloon. hot that, that the the flame thing that you use in order to adjust your uh, altitude uh, wasn't hotter than the, the sun. The so it, well, they went at night. So they went at- oh, they went at night. So it was only 92 degrees <laughs> and 33% humidity. I was there. I looked yeah. it up on my phone. It was awful. Uh, you were there when the strength of men failed. God. We Testament live in to man's arrogance. Arizona, where the sun sleeps. Ugh. The Ugh. sun never sleeps on the Arizonan empire. <laughs> uh, so what the fuck has happened this week? Um, I went and saw uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, finally. Yay. And thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think the, the first one was better. Homecoming was better than, than Far From Home. Hmm. But both are better than any other Spider-Man that has preceded them. Even better than Spider-Man 3? <laughs> emo Spider-Man? I'm sorry. Dear Actually, God. I take that back. Yeah, I take that back. That correct title is Emo Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie to ever co- uh, come yeah. out. So aside from Spider-Verse... Uh, the best the, live action Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the best live action Spider-Man. I actually, uh, I was watching a super interesting video about how they managed to make the animation for Into the Spider-Verse seem really, uh, what is the word? I guess evolutionary. So that when when like Miles is first learning how to be Spider-Man, they animated all of that at like 12 frames per second so everything else was at 24 and he was at 12 so everything he did was delayed so he would freeze for every other frame and so it made everything he did look clunky and weird and then once he started getting into it and actually learning how to be spider-man then they started animating him at 24 interesting yeah and so when they That's had a really interesting approach i know to that. i was actually like, aware of i that. didn't i've seen that movie like four times now and i i was like why is it so, it's the there's something about it that is just like very offset very weird yeah that was the number and, one complaint i uh, always heard about that yeah. movie was like oh the animation's it's chunky like, yeah it's all clunky and weird yeah. yeah and they did it on purpose that was a purposeful measure that they took that as he gets into his own spider-man and he learns how to be his own spider-man that's when they start 
actually animating him at the same frames per second as the rest of the movie. That is a super interesting approach. Yeah. I wish that it had come off more in, in like in the consciousness, like when you're watching that. You know, like like I said, mostly we heard complaints about, oh, this is a chunky movie. It's, you know, stuttery, whatever. I don't like the animation style. And uh, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, oh, but it gets smoother. Yeah, no, nobody ever does. Because they also, the the way that they, they frame things, because they're purposely trying to make it feel like a comic book. Yeah. And they're purposely, and especially, you know, once all of the Spider-Verses start coming together, all the other characters start coming together, they're trying to make it so that, like, some of them are more cartoonish. Some of them are more of, like, a sure, Looney like Tunes Spider-Ham. style. Yeah, Spider-Ham's kind of the the main one but I, even even like you know making it seem more anime or more noir or whatever they were trying to do with it um they would they would filter in these other animation styles and i'm i'm really curious to dive deeper down that rabbit hole because i'm an animation major and it's really interesting to me but the fact that like they they paid so much attention to such small little details that like any average joe going to the theater or even you know watching it on netflix or whatever it's on now is like you know well what the fuck this looks all weird and i get it there's speech bubbles and whatever but like you know i what eh, yeah. comic books right Ew. yeah but the fact that it just, yeah, they, it's so meta. They, it's did, a, they to, did such a good job. That just makes me happier. I know. Like all of that just makes me enjoy that more. <laughs> to me, anyone that like has a, that looks negatively on comic books rather than ambivalently, like most of the people that I know that don't read that aren't comic book people, they're just like, ah, okay, whatever. But the ones that are just like, that try to come on from some intellectual standpoint, like, um, like uh, I, I I know someone who takes issue with my use of the term graphic novel. Oh, because they because think it's, that it's well, it's unnecessarily. You know, yeah, uh, it's like, uh, well, it's 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 a bunch of pictures. It's still a comic book. It's still a comic book. It's like well, yeah, it's just you know, it's it's a complete story. Typically, a complete story. And, sure. Um, those people have never have never had a, a day of fun in their entire lives. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. comic books are rad. Um, when there I was younger. Novels. Uh, and to really date this, uh, this happened when Titan AE came out in theaters. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, the girl I was dating at the time, uh, um, you were dating when Titan AE came out. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, the girl I was dating at the time, uh, thought that cartoons were for children and wouldn't go and see it with me. I absolutely dated somebody like that myself. I, I've, I've been out with people. And like uh, we broke up very shortly afterwards. Oh, cause I dated that guy for six years. <laughs> no, no one's going to fucking judge me or my maturity level based on the things that I enjoy. Fuck you. Also, it, there are cartoons. There are so many so many cartoons that are adult themed. I mean, South heavy Park, metal. South Park is fucking like goddamn 20 years old. Well, Fritz the cat. South Park had only been out for a couple like, years at a that few point. Years at but that still point. like Fritz there the cat, are, Wizards, I mean, Fire the fucking Ice. Simpsons sure. has a bunch of adult content in it. Mm. Like, yeah, Fritz the cat. Like well, there is, <laughs> most people don't know Fritz the cat. Sure. Okay. But I mean, mainstream, mainstream stuff 
has been like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Like there has been adult themed cartoons for a long, long, long time. Also, and it anime. makes me it, it enrages me that there are so many people that are like cartoons are for children. I don't want to sit and watch like a two hour long movie. That's a cartoon. I don't care how yeah. many like poignant themes it has or how much sense it makes in the chaos of this world. Like it's a cartoon. I'm not going to take it seriously. And like in okay, retrospect, thanks in her defense. We were 16, and so that's like one of those ages where you're, you know, where if you're going to be like, poo-poo, this is a lie, and I'm an adult, you know, that's usually when it happens, where it's like, okay, I, I have to give up these things. I can't trick-or-treat anymore, so that I'm means I allowed, can't enjoy content. I'm not allowed to like uh, action animation. figures anymore. Yeah. I did briefly go through that phase. Really? I, I quickly recanted. You know, it's <laughs> young people often misguidedly uh, say, oh, well, I'm supposed to be an adult now. So that means uh, leaving behind these things uh, and denying myself the enjoyment that I still legitimately have for these things in the name of adulthood, because this is the thing that we are supposed to do. Yeah. Well, and we have like that's the thing when, te- when you know, with teenagers, you know, because I, I do. I remember I remember feeling conflicted about like. Okay, I'm a grown up now, or I'm becoming a grown up soon. Like, I guess I have to start doing these things because that's what people tell me to do. But I feel like uh, the, um, now that I'm approaching thirty, because I'm a child compared to you guys, apparently. baby. Um, it, uh, it, I feel like people are going through that again, where it's like, uh, um, you know, especially oh, I'm approaching thirty, I'm not allowed to blah blah blah, and I don't understand why if someone would limit themselves based on what they're supposed to be as far as like enjoyment goes and like, yeah, I get it. You know, um, I've, I've like, you know, suggested, Hey, like, let's watch this dope cartoon thing. Oh, you know, like I don't, I'm not really a big fan of that animation style or Mm. whatever. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's, that's fine. But you know, don't come at me with, uh, isn't that for babies or or for children? It's like, no, it's I, in, in my experience, um, I've found that Brooks is sitting up for this one. <laughs> I think that uh, a lot. I don't know. So, no matter how much we feel like we're raging against a system, or, or rage you know, too. not identifying with uh, the um, you know what we're told, uh, you mm. know, or or what we were raised believing was the proper you know, life flow. Yeah. Um, there's always a little bit of that that just kind of sticks with you when when you're growing up. Like, I still, you know, in the back of my head are, are like, you're nearing 40. You should be starting a family. You know, like, there was a time when I, you know, had planned on uh, having kids by the time I was 30 because oh. I didn't want to be too old. Yeah. Uh, you know, as my kids you, were becoming you don't teenagers, be an out-of-touch I dad. wanted to yeah. be able to... I identify with them and be active with them. And, you don't want to be old like dad. That. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm old dad. But <laughs> old dad. It took a lot of thinking to realize um, that that's just not who I'm going to be. And I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Uh, it, I'm enjoying my life. I feel extremely satisfied, you know, with all the things that I get to do. And you know, like, it's, there's nothing wrong with not following that path that's been fed to you. Yeah. I think that is becoming more and more of a widespread belief, to be honest with you. I mean, even 
there there was like this dumb situation moment it was a moment it wasn't a situation uh yesterday when like we were pulling out of the parking lot leaving brunch and there was this guy he must have been like 35 40 years old like full-blown adult he was just smoking a cigarette and he had found a piece of the sidewalk that was like just slightly not like attached to the ground and so he was just like kind of playing like rocking back and forth on his feet on the cement and i remember doing that when i was a kid and i'm like see look like none of us are actually fucking grown-ups like yeah no we are all just children who happen to continue to age and that's what we're doing now like now apparently you know we're in our 30s and now we're doing this like still gonna sit outside the fucking brunch place and smoke a cigarette and fuck around with the concrete and try to balance myself like yeah of course you are because that was fun that's always gonna be fun but what sucks is because of uh the things that were fed throughout our lives about the way you know we're supposed to grow um Many people will look at that person and pass judgment on their life status. And uh, I feel like a lot uh, of those people are older, though. No, I mean people my age that are. Oh, yeah. That are. And like, especially like with dating, like if uh, it makes it really easy to not have to waste too much time uh, with somebody if they know right off the bat, you know, that, yeah, you know, I like I do. I do fun stuff. You know, I I. I play Dungeons and Dragons like I did in middle school. Um, I hang out with my friends and I watch dumb movies and I have a good time. I have a laugh and and apparently that's not enough for some people. Yeah, they have to go and and uh, attach uh, uh, maturity in a big air quotes around you know. Well, I like to get up to my job at six thirty a.m. and and go in and, and complain about my job the entire time when I'm off of work until I'm too tired and I have a glass of wine and I go to bed and I'm going to do that tomorrow. Now I'm going to spend the weekend in my bed asleep, dreading going to work on Monday. Yeah. And like, you know what? When you put it that way, it sounds so attractive. I have no idea why hot, I don't do exactly so that. Hot. Having your shit together sounds so great. <laughs> it's just, it's boring. And like, well, but, and, and to be fair, uh having your shit together and uh enjoying your life are not mutually exclusive i know i i feel like i have my shit together more so now than i ever have oh in my same life. though i mean you own and, a house now yeah it's weird yeah i'm in grad school like, and uh, having and your shit together is and like I've, I've got i do the day job thing the responsible day yeah, job thing but you have to you know then I also force myself to have the energy to do everything else that I love, to start a band, to, you know, do Topless Robot, to voice act, all these things that are still extremely important to me. Um, You know, I get exhaustion, believe me. I get, you know. You have like seven jobs. Yeah. I I get exhaustion. Yeah. Uh, But it's no... You have to, there are days where I have to push myself Mm -hmm. uh, in order to uh, encode uh, or or edit, you know, one of our podcasts or uh, uh, be like, oh, shit, I've got days that I have to fill at the grid, you know, for for bands and stuff. And uh, the second that I actually just start doing it, everything's fine. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, I dislike my job. 
and I'm trying to coax myself into finding something a little more fulfilling financially and and spiritually. Um, but I don't, and I was not, ra- fortunately, I was not raised to uh, associate um, an occupation with, uh, you are not your occupation. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I kind of wish that uh, other folks had kind of got because I just know so many people that, uh, oh, I'm a this. It's like, oh, well, what do you do when you're not doing that? Uh, <laughs> uh, and it takes too long. You know, yeah. it's like, what are you doing? Like, you, you are not a robot. You're a human being. We all go to the bathroom. Yeah. We all think about dumb shit while we do it, too. Yep. <laughs> so. Thank God, dumb we, shit and literal shit. Yeah. Thank God we no longer just have to read the back of the shampoo bottle. <laughs> right. While we, were taking <laughs> we, these shits. we all have little computers in our pockets. <laughs> Those were dark times. Hey, I I still have books in my bathroom for when my phone is charging. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time, but we used to uh, the first house that I lived in when I moved to Arizona. We actually had like a a music stand. Uh, in front of our toilet so that we could take a book into the bathroom and open it up onto the music stand while we're taking a shit. super smart. Yep. I, I had yeah. stacks. I also, one of my roommates went to MIT at the time. So, <laughs> you know. It takes inventive. an MIT brain to <laughs> <laughs> be like, you know what? Music stand and poop. I, I, yeah. I'm going to pull, we need. pull my music stand out now and do that. Yeah. I do not. It's, like, I'm it's one sure. of those. You sit down and and you realize that you're leaving like indents on your thighs. Mm-hmm. And you go. You know what? This is a problem I can solve. My yeah. leg fell asleep. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because you know, I don't have indents in my legs now. <laughs> uh, now I can mount those those shampoo bottles on this music stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I think uh, every this. I think this is actually the first time everyone gets to meet Cameo Kitty Nibbler. Nabbler. So if you're watching the video podcast. Perfect angel baby. Got my new baby, Nabbler. That he didn't want. It's not that I didn't want a cat. I just wanted to make sure that we thought it out. It's okay. It's all right. Everything's fine. Well, I'm glad that's not a baby because you're you're holding it upside down. (laughs) Which end does the cheesesteak go in? (laughs) See, and she's just fine. Whatever. She's just loving the scritches. She's she's the perfect perfect little human. Oh, there's oh. there's the meow. There's the meow. Can she's like, do I don't love this as much as you think I do. No. Hi. She will not. Yeah. No. Anyway. Okay. So, completely changing the subject <laughs> off of this adorable kitten who is the light of my life. Um. I finally caved, and this is going to be a totally like 2017 thing for me to say in 2019. I finally caved and got the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC. Fucking amazing! That game fucking is ama- fucking amazing. That game is so good. I I was at 89 percent complete, and I it was basically way I just, more than I played. All that all that I had left to do was uh, a couple hunting grounds and a couple of like the weird tutorials because every time you get a new weapon they want you to do the tutorial about it and I'm like I don't I'll just go sure. fucking kill something with it and then that's my tutorial yeah um, and I'm still just like bow and spear and that's what I use and just whatever mm. uh, the DLC is fucking gorgeous I mean the game itself is amazing start to finish it's all beautiful um, but the DLC there are 
you're like up in the frozen wild so you're up north and there's just all of this mountainous area and the the depth of field of it and just the the like constant awareness like the spatial awareness of like the satisfaction of hardcore parkouring up the side of a fucking mountain and getting to the top and being able to look out and like recognizing landscapes and like i felt it i felt it a bunch during breath of the wild Mm -hmm. but with with horizon zero dawn frozen wilds which is so fucking old like i could talk about breath of the wild instead and that's a newer (laughs) reference um but it is it is just it's it's gorgeous there's no other words like i was fucking speechless the first time that i actually climbed like a full-fledged mountain it -hmm. took like a good 10 minutes of just like parkouring from ledge to ledge to get up there and climb, 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 climb. Like, and I finally got up to the top and I had to kill, you know, a couple robot guys, but whatever. Um, and just like taking a look around and they do not pull any punches. They don't have it blurred out. They don't have it like, you know, slowly fading into gray like so many games do. Mm-hmm. It's just like this, this crisp, beautiful landscape that is just uh, full 360 around you. And, I mean, the gameplay is cool too, I guess, and quests and shit. But like, <laughs> they're ha- they haven't uh, announced a sequel or anything like nope, that for it, have they? Not yet. And I'm waiting. Like, they would be stupid not to. I like know. Horizon One Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon Zero. Zero Night. <laughs> Horizon, yeah. zero, zero. Horizon Zero. Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, robots I would play again. the fuck out of it. I still like. But these yeah. robots are purple now. I mean, some of the robots are purple. But all of the robots are purple. Oh. <laughs> and there are more of them. No, they good. did an amazing, amazing so job of and that I, game. I took, for, I took a good solid year to, play, to start playing that game. I had so many people telling me, like, dude, this is right up your fucking alley. Like, you need to fucking, like, check this out. It's, it's gorgeously made. It has, like, just the right amount of, like, sneaking and gathering and fighting and story and, like, everything that I want in a game. And also, it's beautiful. Yeah. And also, isn't Ashley Birch Aloy? I'm is pretty she? sure Ashley Birch is Aloy. Oh, no shit. I'm pretty sure. I'm not I mean, I know that sure. she's uh, Maybe built a fairly prolific uh, uh, voice out acting career wrong. for herself. Just edit it out if it's no, wrong. No, I'm not going to do Fine, that whatever. work. <laughs> uh, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. Enhance. I've Just got a kitten. Your slow-mo. words mean nothing. Uh, but, uh, oh my God, that, that game is just so... It's so enticing to me and especially as a person who like I'm used to at this point I'm like a sucker for open world games mm-hmm. of like I mean Breath of the Wild was phenomenal and I'm I'm always just going to be a fallout junkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what they managed to do with Breath of the Wild was amazing as yeah. well. And and yeah, I it's it can I I feel like uh open world games have their place. They uh can be formulaic and and contrived a For lot sure. of the time though. i mean and a lot of a lot of studios <laughs> i will like not far name any names far cry's formula has gotten a little tired and they also like a lot of places a lot of places a lot of studios will release games that they advertise as open world but if you wander off in the wrong direction and bethesda did this for a while bethesda even did this with fallout 3 of like if you wander off in the wrong direction that is not this linear path that you're supposed to follow to continue the story then you are fucked 
And like the mm. way Breath of the Wild does it and the way that Horizon Zero Dawn does it is that like in order to find the super hard dudes to fight, you have to go way far out of your way. And otherwise they will just spawn kind of like lower level guys that like match your level. Yeah. Even if you just try and see where the edge of the map is when you're level two, like they won't spawn something that will immediately fucking kill you. Yeah. And I, I think that that's really well done. Cause I've been killed by too many Yaguas to even mention. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I love the open world formula, I guess. But I, Far Cry is one of the the people who like just kind of getting a little old because old. Yeah. it's the same. You know, Far Cry Three is Far Cry Four is Far, Far Cry Five. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even bother with Far Cry Four or Five. So you're thank a you. person you with guns and you have to do a thing and go place and pick up stuff. Yeah, I played Five just because it was like cult religious fundamentalism in in Colorado. I, and, I like I like because the of that setting. I really really enjoyed it, and they did create a like. Perfect bad guy in Far Cry Four. Uh, he's just and it, like their writing and their characters have have been, gotten very very good. But scratch the surface, and it's a Far Cry game, you know, and you're Which doing all the same shit. It's fine if that's what you want. I mean, I'm pretty sure that if they didn't do that, there would be a lot of pissed off people. Oh, on the probably. Internet. I'm so, sure. And there are a lot of people who just want like repackaged thing that they're familiar with. That's why we get all these fucking Disney reboots all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I heard that the Speaking new of, Lion King movie is abysmal. Oh my god, I saw them doing I saw a Kuna the trailer Matata and it, it was just, so gross. It's very uncomfortable. It's, it's just, very it's, uncomfortable. Uh, I, I, uh, I just I just don't understand how a company like Disney, who dominates the mar you know, the, the, the market for kids' movies um feels the need to be play play it so safe to mm -hmm. like you know oh and we're not going to do something new we're going to we're going to make a remake of all this stuff because we know it'll won't get our money back yeah um even though i mean i know that lion king is probably going to make its money back at least because everyone's going to go see it I'm not. I mean, it has Donald Glover and Beyonce. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, we just call it a really weird Disney Childish Gambino collaboration. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that covers 100 percent of anybody who likes anything ever. Um, <laughs> Disney, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, Beyonce, done. Donald Glover uh, was on Jimmy Kimmel. Mm -hmm. I saw that and interview. Wore a uh, lion so onesie. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, this is what I what I what I film in, you know. <laughs> that um, was where I saw the Hakuna Matata. Yeah, clip. yeah, 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 and it no, was very off-putting. It's really, yeah. I didn't even watch. You know, it. we t it's uh, people talk about uh, the uncanny valley with uh, humans, and I think there needs to be some sort of uh, equivalent for uh, an uh, uh, anthropomorphic uh, animals. The uncanny when Savannah? they get too real. <laughs> um, like when it's basically just photorealistic animals speaking, Photo it's uncomfortable. It's not okay. It's it, really it, weird. It hits the same uh, note for me that the Uncanny Valley does, where it's striving for realism, but it's not quite there. They've done a lot, but it's it's yeah. it looks soulless and empty. I, I don't this understand why that they same did that. kind of feeling. Who thought that was cool? Like who was just you know, oh, dude. 
what if we make a bunch of really real looking animals and have them do very strange things and and wouldn't that be awesome and i think Crack almost pipe. what <laughs> i it's it's hard to pinpoint you know the one thing that really mm. uh makes me uncomfortable about it but i think if i were to have to pinpoint one major thing it would be the fact that uh the movements are still animal very oh, absolutely animal. so the movements Ugh. are not to me in my head fitting of an anthropomorphic you know in, you know cartoony it uh, seems kind more of thing. cartoonish it's like a more it's, human it's moving like an animal there's no uh a performance uh you know exaggerated movements or anything like that in order to accommodate the fact that this animal is speaking i'm terrified of how much of that is conditioning and how much future generations will not have that built into them because i mean we grew up with, like this is Michigan what they're gonna J grow Frog up with. shit yeah. yeah and they're growing up with this like we had lo like yeah. i'm not saying looney tunes will stop existing yeah looney tunes is still gonna be around like but it's, you know it will always be funny but also you know kids these days because get off my lawn or whatever um they're, they're gonna grow up they're gonna grow up seeing uh things like this lion king live action reboot that's not live action not live it's action. all fucking cg yeah. um I th i'm pretty sure that like went the to a couple locations and took a couple like b-roll background shots in the actual locations and then just fucking CG'd the rest of it and still call it live action. But sure, you know, live action, your heart's out. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, they're going to see, you know, the, the current textures that exist in these types of movies and the styles that exist and the pacing that exists. And they're not really going to have the same amount of like, holy fuck what yeah. that, uh, like the older generations such as us this will be their nostalgia gonna, yeah the, this is gonna be they're not gonna fucking remember shit about the original lion king movie which i saw in theaters i remember being and like being i had a, a kid, fucking yeah. color your own lion king shirt that i got for going to see it in oh, and like oh god i wore the shit out of that um <laughs> like and it's it's so it's so strange to me because i i'm such a donald glover fangirl oh like, yeah, yeah. absolutely if you I, and me both if i ever met that motherfucker if i were if i was ever in the same room as that motherfucker i would like just fall into a puddle on the floor i would just ask him if i could give him a hug i would like that's that's what i, would I do ask him for probably that's what I, I don't do know to, if I could speak. I would ask, yeah. That's what I do with my heroes. I don't know what I would do. I met Victor Wooten, and the only thing I, I could think oh, to do was ask him if I could give him a hug. That's adorable. Because You're an adorable he's person. been such a huge influence on me. I just, you know, like, that's... I want to show you, you know, you, you've had such a tremendous impact on my life. Like, I just need to give you a hug. That's adorable. And, and in the same vein... If I was in a room with Donald Glover, I wouldn't know how to act. I wouldn't know what to do. I would just be a fucking puddle, <laughs> mumbling mess. I don't want to see the fucking Lion King reboot at all. Yeah. Like, I just kind of don't. I saw that one clip from when he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and I was like, nope, that's not for me. They're basically, they're putting that, like, that thing that a lot of reboots are doing now where they're making it so that, like, 
parents can go to the movies with their kids and be like, hey, this is a thing I enjoyed when I was a kid. Where like, right. honestly, fucking but Toy it's Story. Not. Toy like, Story was the reason that I wanted to fucking like make weird, dumb stuff on a computer. Like I started immediately like playing with shadows in Microsoft Paint. I was like nine years old. Yeah. Just like playing with shadows in Microsoft Paint, trying to make it look like it was Toy Story. Toy Story 4 just fucking came out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, nor have I. And I've heard it's like, great. I mean, it's been 23 years since the last, since the first Toy Story came out. Yeah. And they're still like, hey, parents, take your kids to see this. Get them right. into the things that you were into. Like, But like, if, if a parent is, you know, going to take their kid into Lion King and say, oh, I was into this when I was your age, they'd be lying. You know, like, they it's just not would. The it's not It's not the same. It's not. And... You know, I, I I think it's creative cowardice. I really do. Uh, it, it's uh, that story's been <laughs> that story was already told before Disney oh, yeah. got it because Would they you say it they was definitely stole time? it from from Kimba. Um, we're, we're not going to get into that right now. Oh my right god, now. I forgot well, how we you can felt talk about a Kimba. whole bunch about how Disney <laughs> uh, has stolen uh, Hayao Miyazaki's Little Mermaid. Uh, work for oh, that was all of time. Um, yeah. and then Disney became the distributor for all of the studio Ghibli, uh, in the United States, uh, which makes sense because they've been ripping Miyazaki off for yeah, and a long time. I just, I, I want, and this is just, I, I don't even, I'm not going to, I'm not saying this from a place of pretension, but I just want better stories and movies. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, I read a lot and, um, I have. I have an amazing ability to suspend my disbelief. Uh, give me some weird movie about. Um, okay, so a pizza becomes sentient, <clears throat> travels to space to fulfill its dream of being the first interstellar pizza dancer. If it was that was written well, I'd watch the fuck out of that. What kind of pizza would it be, though? Supreme. Uh, oh, it, it probably I would argue okay, you have have Diana Ross and Supreme It would songs. have to sing and dance. I would argue this is a spin-off of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes uh, <laughs> because the sauce on the pizza is what's causing it to become sentient. It was made oh, from the yeah. Killer Tomato. And yeah. Nothing's and you new see, anymore. You see how quickly it, we could come up with this dumb idea? <laughs> like, you know, imagine what you could do if you had the time and budget of, of a movie studio. Of being a you real know. people. Like make kids make kids movies that like this is what pitch meetings should be like. Yeah. Not like, hey, what's safe and the kids will like? What did the kids like last year? Okay. How what are the we, trends looking like? How will okay. we, we recoup enough money to please our shareholders? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, like Oh. That reminds me. I watched uh Alita Battle Angel uh this week. How oh, did I didn't you see feel it yet. about I it? I fucking loved it. Huh. I've I've only I've read the f first volume of the of it's the manga been forever it's cool. since I, like I watched manga. Battle Angel since I watched the anime. Yeah, uh, I remember enjoying it, but I remember almost nothing about uh, the content. I, I loved this movie. I thought it was great, mm. and it, on a hundred and seventy million dollar budget, they uh, their domestic was like eighty million. Oh wow! Yeah, so wow. it flopped hard, and there, but it, and the there was critics an consensus on their cans, like uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, critics uh, score was uh, at sixty five percent. So not certified fresh, but not a not a splat. Yeah. Um, and uh, but the audience score 
was at like 98%. Hmm. Everyone that I've known that has seen it really enjoyed it. Uh, they did an outstanding job. And especially considering uh, when the trailers were coming out and things like that, the backlash was from the audience about the uncanny, you know, look of Alita. Yeah. When you're, so you would expect that that would lead to like an audience score bomb on, on Rotten Tomatoes or something like yeah. that. Uh, in context in the film, it's perfect. It's perfect. Mm. It never looks out of place. It, it, you know, like it's distinct. Sure. But it never looks manufactured. It never looks fake in that world. Mm. Uh, I th was very pleasantly surprised. And uh, like people have said, you know, uh, never bet against James Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, um, When I first saw that trailer and I was like, oh, this looks kind of weird. Like, it just it looks kind of weird. But, you know, I thought about it a little bit. And um, like, she's a robot. Right. Robots are allowed to be in the uncanny yep. valley. Absolutely. They, they excel in the uncanny valley. That's what makes them distinct from human beings. The more, you know, human a robot is, the more terrifying it could be. Or just, you know, weird or memorable or whatever. I mean, technically, she's a 300-year-old android with a 16-year-old's brain. Technically. Yeah. So, that makes her... She has a human brain. 300 years so is she is, is she allowed uh <laughs> her brain can uh develop past that 16 year old thing right uh that i don't know uh, uh so the parts were found and the brain is in the in case oh right um at least i think so uh when you know it was found and and all put together mm. uh so it was a 16 year old's brain 300 years ago uh so, um, so technically it's Austin 316. <sighs> uh, All right. Goodbye. <laughs> the, I did see though that, um, I don't know who in the movie was involved in this, but they did end up making a kid, a pair of Alita prosthetics. Yes! And that was cool. I was yeah. just like, yeah, absolutely. I think that was rad. Um, and in general, like the, uh, visual aspect of it just everything is perfect and beautiful mm. and it's brutal and as it should be because the subject matter is brutal yeah it's pretty hardcore i mean the manga was hardcore i didn't really watch the 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 show or anything like mm. that. I just, it was uh it was like free the first volume was like free on um the kindle marketplace or okay. whatever it's called a few months ago or several months ago and i was just like yeah okay i get it that and Calvin and Hobbes, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. I It was something that I wasn't going to gamble on seeing in the theater, but I'll happily watch it at home and, and you know, see see how it goes. And Yeah. I, I, I wish that it. I had more of a reason to go to the movies more often, but I just don't. like. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I used to, and now... I don't want to anymore. Like I, it's, I enjoy the Alamo and stuff like that, but like, I don't want to leave the house. I mean, I, I also like before Alamo existed, before they did like real food and beer and stuff in movie theaters, I would legitimately like around this time of year, especially in Arizona, cause it's garbage. Um, we would just buy like movie tickets and popcorn and just stay at the movies all day and just watch whatever was playing in the movies. Yeah. Just spend like 10 hours in the movie theater because free air conditioning. Right. And sure. like, 
Yes, whatever was playing, I saw like fucking all of the, oh God, what were those terrible movies? I don't even, oh, I think I blocked them out of my memory. How long, how long ago was that? That was entirely irrelevant. This was probably like seven years ago. Um, oh, the, the Expendables. Oh, God. <laughs> I, saw, like, I saw like the first three Expendables movies. Uh, just various summers of spending days at the fucking movie theater, just watching whatever that they had. That was me going with the Indi- Indiana Jones. I like, had a, a fun moment like that actually fairly recently with uh, Jasmine when we went to go and see Endgame. Finally, uh, we went and saw Endgame, and uh, we're like walking out of the theater, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's stay in and let's just watch us. Is like oh, we want to see that so too. Good. So we uh, went, walk, turned around, walked right back in the theater, bought tickets for the you know next showing of us, which was in like five minutes, and yeah. I uh, I haven't done double feature in a while. The last double feature I did, this sounds kind of weird. Uh, it just kind of worked out like that. Was Rogue One and It's Wonderful Life. Um, Where was that? Uh, that was at Alamo Draft House. That was my first time there actually, because. Uh, it must have been Christmas. I, I bought, yeah, it was around Christmas. I bought tickets to see It's a Wonderful Life, uh, or a ticket to see It's a Wonderful Life, because that is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, it's classic. And I was like, When that teacher was watching, uh, that yeah, loud teacher yeah, there was, was watching. A, I, there was a drunk, uh, a drunk teacher sitting next to me that got bounced out, and that was fun. But <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, was, uh, I was, I showed up, I was like, I want to be here. I have nothing to do. If I go home now, then I'll just have to turn around in like a couple hours and come back and I'm already, I want to be here. So I was like, what's playing right now? Oh, I haven't seen Rogue One yet. I almost fell asleep in that theater. Really? Um, Yeah, I did not like Rogue One. Man, Um, I am. It's just not my jam. I disagree. Hard disagree. I liked, I liked the third act because we got a cool, you know, cool space battle stuff for sure, but it just... Wasn't That's my not jam. all that Star Wars is, though. Like, there's a whole political vein to it, and there's yeah. As was other... very president, uh, president, president. <sighs> it was so as president. was very present in Episode Three. Uh, so I actually <laughs> politics. I also saw Rogue One during a double feature with Moana. <laughs> <laughs> At a, at a drive-in movie theater, and the net. So on to our right, we had uh, a dog's journey or whatever. Oh, play. that one where they uh, used the left, dog on set. Yeah. So to our left, we had a Lego Batman movie. Oh, you should have seen that. And so I'm like, I ugh. Lego Batman was pretty great. I, it's the best I, Lego I, movie. I did. I did. Uh, I did go back and end up watching that one, but. Uh, we had Rogue One followed by Moana, or maybe it was the other way around. I don't remember anymore, but because also drive-ins, you can very easily smuggle alcohol into those. You don't say. No. I know. It's weird. You mean when you watch the thing entirely and the vehicle in which you arrived, you can actually... You can just bring booze just in the backseat and no one looks car? there? Do whatever yeah. you want in it's your car. It's so weird. It's a reason... And then There's a reason you're in my car. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel safe. Yeah. I can drink all the beer and I'll have <laughs> Only all way the to fun in, in cars. cars. <laughs> I'm listening to the way home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, so the other movie that I uh, watched uh, this week was Hellboy. David Harbour's Hellboy. Uh, it how? was Garb. Bitch, really? good lord, it's horrible. I heard it was for 12-year-olds. 
fucking terrible. Twelve-year-old okay. boys with mall samurai swords. Can we can we gloss over that and talk about Stranger Things? Or I haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it. He's never seen Stranger Things. Bruh. No, no, I've. No, he's never seen Stranger Things. Yeah, I have my Dustin hat that I was wearing it's for a, a while. It's a part of. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I just haven't seen season three yet. God damn! It's been out for like. I got Star Trek. You're to not watch. dating us like that. Come on. Well, we have to on the podcast. You, you don't yeah. date the the Let's Play oh, episodes. Let's you plays. date the podcast. Okay. All right. So it, it came out. It came out while I was in Washington on the Fourth of July. We legitimate like we were walking around a fucking fair on a gorgeous fucking island in fucking Washington about to watch the fireworks. And I my boyfriend turned to me and was like, I just want to get a six pack of beer and go watch Stranger Things in my mom's house. And I was like, bet. And so we did. That's what I did on the fucking fourth of July. We got through like half the fucking season and then we finished it as soon as he got back because I had to come back sooner because I had that cool newfound glory show. Yeah, uh, I worked. I worked a fourteen. But geez, dude, it's been like eleven fucking days. Why haven't you watched this show yet? It's so good. Because I have many other things to do. Like okay, watch sixteen hours of Star Trek this week. Yeah, okay, <laughs> and, and read. Uh, and uh, also, I've been I've been kind of busy. Like with um, we're getting a we're getting a new roommate. Um, my friend Barbie. And oh yeah, yeah. We've been doing things around the house, like like we painted her room. Which is now you so white that it makes room. David Cross, you know, concerned. <laughs> um, it is just like the brightest white. It's it's like it's like dying, <laughs> um, and uh, lots of little things. We had an ant invasion, and also I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired, and I stranger you do things. Need, is, you do need to pay attention. I had to watch. Uh, I think it was episode three or four. I watched three different times because I kept falling asleep during it. Mm. And it wasn't because it wasn't enthralling. It was because I was exhausted because I was on vacation trying to watch Stranger Things and barely sleeping and trying to do stuff all day and then being like, Stranger Things, though. I definitely uh, fell asleep at a couple of points because we decided you know Haley came over and and mm-hmm. we decided to binge it at midnight and yeah. finished no, up I, at, I at like saw that on the, the internet yeah um and uh, I definitely popped out of consciousness a couple of times uh uh throughout the the series Sorry, I know she's, she's so really cute. cute it's painful it's yeah, distraction. I, I, I'm distracted <laughs> I keep looking over at the cat at the nibbler <laughs> Uh, dad plays rough (laughs) (laughs) nobody nobody can see that yeah i know ryan is see me i'm smothering a kitten right now and i and i'm watching i'm kidding she's okay Oh, man. Oh, that precious little angel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She's so uh, important. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'll, get, I'll get around to Stranger Things eventually. I just, oh, yeah. dude, I'm waiting for my life to, to. Do recommend. I have, I have feelings that I need to express. Once, 
Once you watch uh, Stranger Things, we should do a spoiler cast on season three. Uh, and oh mark it can as I, such. Just do it as a one-off. Can I be a guest on that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Because uh, I've got feels to talk about on that one. Dan, oh, my God. I have so many feels. 2019 Tyler, is trying to kill me. Tyler, is, does, is Tyler a Stranger Things fan? Yeah, Tyler okay. has seen it. But I know Dan is not. I don't know that Dan has watched any Stranger... I don't know. I don't know if Dan is a fan of anything. Uh, the Dan Black is a fan Dahlia of murder? shitposting, yeah. oh Black Dahlia murder, and, uh, and uh, weird, difficult weird video games. niche creepypastas. <laughs> and World of Darkness. Our campaign okay, is going right. smooth. Good. Well, I'm as glad. smooth as it can, uh, any campaign One with me and Tyler than can ours be. where we just created characters. Yeah, we created and characters and then anything. it never happened. Yeah. Well, that you was guys like are, six months ago. You guys are missing out because let me tell you something Jesus, about. that was only six months ago. <laughs> I think it was more than About <laughs> Jackson Chainsaw Lopez. Oh, nice. Disgraced wrestler turned gangster turned werewolf now oh wow now he's a werewolf but not a swearwolf i hope no oh, he's definitely a swearwolf oh, werewolves shucks. not swearwolves what care wolves not you know swearwolves. i was so disappointed shucks. to find that the that the that the, the last season of or the season of uh, what we do in the shadows the tv show was only 10 episodes long i still haven't finished it because i got distracted by other things i have not finished it either you guys should finish it well um, but I have loved what I've watched. It's very funny. That that one episode where they bring a whole they bring the original dudes back and then they have all the other people and I was like, I'm I, I haven't even gotten this. that far. Oh bro. Thanks for the spoiler. Sorry. I feel Can't like that's, that's like episode three of this. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. That's very early on. It's episode five. I'm like four. Oh, it's episode five. In. Oh, okay. So it's my next episode. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Welcome to the uh, fuck you am moment <laughs> of your life. No, my 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 favorite okay. so far has been the like city council episode. Yeah, that's pretty good. Where he like drops off a bunch of dead raccoons on her porch. Yeah, and- yeah, that one, that one is great. And that whole that like weird tirade monologue thing that that guy does <laughs> about that. you know something terrible is coming. Yeah. Uh, just I just cracked yeah. every, yes. every time. Yes, that was hilarious. Time, yeah. You're gonna give her brain damage if you keep doing that. Shaking part. kitten syndrome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she like turns off when you do that. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. Uh, I don't need this microphone. I need to pet this cat. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do when. Uh, when being uh, bitten by an animal is uh, to push my hand further into their mouth because it's the last thing they expect. Mm. So they just kind of end up there with their mouth open wider than they wanted and looking around really confused and not biting down harder. <laughs> well, M is checked out for the rest of the She's podcast. Safe now. The topless cat. Don't worry. She's safe. Cat robot cat cast. She's not getting <laughs> murked. <laughs> She's not confused. Um, let me see your pupils. Are they are they dilated like uh, in that one episode of? Uh, oh, when you Futurama? when you see something that you enjoy, your pupils expand by up to fifty five percent. Weirdly, the camera just stopped. Oh, because I didn't actually plug it into power; it was on battery. Oh. So right now, you're only getting audio. I am going to fix that very quickly. Here's a, here's a rude photo. For the meantime. <laughs> A rude photo. What, what am I going to put up? Brooke, show your tits. But I, I, I do that already. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I tried. 
Brooks doesn't get naked for any less How? than five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you just try and run shit on a battery? I, it was an accident. Batteries are awful. I, batteries? Batteries? I mean, there's a reason that the plug is here. Yeah, to plug it in, dummy. A thing you didn't do. A thing I forgot to do. I know she's a beautiful. Gotta get one of those cat backpacks with the baby. with the little dome in it. One of those uh, space cadet cat yeah. backpacks. You know what? I wasn't like you've made that recommendation before, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to be that kind of kind of pet owner. <laughs> that cat owner. And now, now I'm you like, are. you know what? I kind of want space cadet nibbler. Yeah, I think you do. I think you do. I mean, or you could just go full, the full Monty and just get your cat in an Aquabats uniform. Yes. That would be amazing. Also, the full Monty means naked. Well, the opposite of full Monty. <laughs> full bore? Is that? Full is that bore, full yeah. Bore? That could work. Aquabats. Could work. Could work. I'm being attacked. Go full bat there commander. Was a, there was a good week in my life where I just kept having scabs on my forearms and I didn't know why. And then I was like, oh yeah, there's a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazingly, <sighs> only once so far when oh, playing with baby. her uh, has she kind of nicked my tattoo uh, a little bit. And I was well, like, oh, I need to stop. Use your other fucking hand. You have two for a reason. Yeah, but she's over here. Well, oh, so once today? Yes. Mm. And once at all. I mean, I just got this a couple of days ago, so. <sighs> Here's another rude picture. Here's another. We got uh, naked ladies. Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. No, it, was it, was, it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before yesterday. Oh. Yeah, it was oh, Friday. Oh, right, because today's Sunday. Today is Sunday. Oh, boy. All the days Oh, God. Today is also uh, Bastille Day. Why are you leaving? <laughs> today. Now you can say okay, that. Okay, also, <laughs> if you're, if you're also going to talk about Bastille Day, today's also a non-binary pride day. Oh, really? It is. Awesome. Well, happy non-binary Pride Day, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. For real. All Don't you fucking NBs conform out there to any norms. You be you. You we do love you. you. All yeah. the time. Just do you. Yeah. I, Tell me your pronouns and then we'll get along just fine. I have no personally never thought of myself as non-binary. However, I do not identify with the definition of male that has been uh, typically defined male and masculine that has typically been defined by society. Mm. I don't think that that doesn't make me identify less as male yeah. because I, I, I recognize that my lack of identification with male and masculine things, my beef with that is with the societal definition mm. and that society and myself just have different definitions of what male and masculine are. Yeah. I am Brooks. <laughs> I mean, if you ask my mom, I dress like a 12-year-old boy, so, you know, whatever. I also, you know. 13, I would never mother. ask your mom anything, so. Yeah, well, don't, because she will just <laughs> talk about Jesus. But I don't believe in Jesus. Recording? Have you heard about Jesus? <laughs> yeah, we're still recording. We just don't have video right now. No. Um, video another rude picture of are, jesus <laughs> <laughs> there are many many 
absolutely wonderful human beings that I know that identify as as non-binary and are non-binary. Um, and I think it is important that they have a day where they can just be as open as they possibly can about their beliefs and open the forum if they so feel the need to to have a a discussion about it with the people that they care about um personally i can't wait until that day is every day uh yeah no and i i feel like yeah i feel like that is real and everybody should be able to be as open as they are as they could be about who they are my words are getting all jumbled now. Yeah. This cat is attacking me. <laughs> you can't see it, but it's real. I have the scars. <laughs> um, Fortunately, camera went out right towards the end of the podcast. So, Hooray. Hooray. Happy um, non-binary day. And happy non-binary day. And best deal day, I guess. And best deal day. Best deal day. Um, and uh, Sunday. And, uh, well, I guess this is coming out on Monday, tomorrow. So Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I Enjoy love your shitty work. Take us, take us with you to your work. Let us, let us embarrass you in front of your coworkers. Yes. <laughs> Eat some lasagna. Call your mother. Call your mother. She wants to hear. From I you. think you should patch things up with your mother. <laughs> no, absolutely do not patch things up with your mother. She knows what she did. Yep. <laughs> uh, on on that uh, uh, topic uh, specifically. Don't feel bad about cutting family members out of your life. No, nope. especially if they're attached to your body. Uh, also, <laughs> it's 2019. If you're just now catching up for the past like 10 years, we've all just been creating our own family. So, like, don't feel obligated to treat blood like family. Yeah, it's called the that's Fast and Furious films. Yep, that's not the same. Tis not. We're all Fast and Furious. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, when I went and saw uh, Far From Home, one of the trailers was The Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and whatever the fuck. Uh, Hobbs you know, and the, Shaw. Hobbs and, and Calvin. Shaw. Yeah. Hobbs and Calvin. Um, and Jason Calvin. Statham's Jason Statham's. <laughs> yeah. That sounds uh, amazing. I, I want to eat them. <laughs> I think I am going to watch that movie. Not necessarily in the theater. But it looks like a stupid action ride, and I love The Rock. So it has so much testosterone that the movie goes bald. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was very entertaining. Which is more than I can say for most of the Fast and the Furious series. It's... I like I like the I like Tokyo Drift a lot because yeah. it barely has. Did you? I didn't it, watch Tokyo. Drift. It is barely it has anything to do with any of the other movies. I saw the first Fast and Furious. Family. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Ooh. Can you give one meow to huh. the microphone? One. Just one. Just one. The Fast Come and on, the Furious. This is your moment. You got one <laughs> shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> just pawed at it and left. Bye, though. I tried. Yep. Bye. Not going to happen. No we cat. will never be my favorite murder. Whatever. That's fine. No cat monologues. Nibbler, you want a cookie? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Oh. Nibbler, you want a Crunchrito Supreme? <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme? All oh. of a sudden, you just hear, <laughs> <laughs> I just I come back in a cat costume. I don't know what Taco Bell sells anymore. 
Hey, nerdo. Bye. Okay. All right. Well, there's a cat. Yeah. And so uh, we are at the end of the pod. Okay. Hooray! I mean, boo. If you'd like to listen to this again, please rewind. <laughs> Be kind. <laughs> rewind. Mm. Um, we have to do a sweeted version of our of our earlier episodes. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> I also really like your socks that nobody can no longer see, Brooks. Nobody can no longer see. Oh, my VHS socks. Those are really nice. Oh, well, I like them a lot. They are pretty great. I liked uh, peeling those labels off my VHS tape so I could put my label maker labels there instead. Wow. Wow. Yeah, sorry. I ruined everything. (laughs) You know, the the last time that that I ever uh, altered a VHS label was finding out, unfortunately, that my mom had taped over our copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, with an episode of the X-Files. Good. No, I, I liked having yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like Nobody that was believed a nice me when I was in school that there was this awful thing. It was just like, and then when it blew up all over the internet, I was just, I felt vindicated. But Fuck now everyone's me. done it to death, so. Oh, that's so true. How much you want to bet that they're, they are going to do a Star Wars holiday special again? They won't. They will not. They've they're, learned their they lesson. They literally, lo- they've lost half of the original cast. You well, can't, you can't, you can't come back from that. Oh, wow. That's right. Uh, Peter Mayhew's gone. Yep. Carrie uh, Fisher. So, uh, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, couldn't have, uh, Could not Chewbacca. uh, Chewbacca. I mean, it could, but no, you couldn't. Yeah. Everyone would be mad. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. You're right. They, they would storm fucking Lucas films and burn it to the ground if they tried to replace Chewbacca with anybody other than Peter Mayhew. Yep. Carrie Fisher. And never gone. mind actors, uh, uh, characters as well. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You do can't. It. There's no more. Star it's Wars just going to be Luke's lonely Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's no. Ky- Kylo's. Kylo's lonely Christmas. No, I, Luke's not even alive anymore. No, it's going to be. It's going to be a Christmas sorry, spoiler, Carol. Spoilers from a year ago. Uh, it, it'll be a Christmas Carol with Kylo Ren. <laughs> I did not watch the Last Jedi. So it's a film. Thanks. That's been out for a fucking year, and I'm so sorry, <laughs> but it's been out for a year. That's fair. All right, seriously, end of the podcast. Okay, Thanks for I'm watching sorry. and or listening. Bye. See you in the next one. again.